When it comes to being healthy inside and out, Chanel Louise has created a whole new health category. From hedge fund manager to full-time carer, Chanel's successful life in London was suddenly shattered. Hi, I'm Penelope Herbert, the host of thestylepodcast.com. Interesting interviews with creative people doing cool things. Chanel admits that she has come through a life-altering experience, and what she learned has enabled her to create a startling new business. Find out more on The Style Podcast. So, welcome to The Style Podcast, Chanel Louise. Thank you for having me, Penelope. You're very welcome. I'm very intrigued to have a chat with you today about silk rose water. And uh, obviously, there's lots of things that we can do to improve our health, and people are always telling us to eat that and drink this and do something else. But what is your background, Chanel, and how did you come to develop silk rose water? Sure. It's uh, it's a bit of a, a long story. I'll, I'll try to keep it a bit shorter. But yeah, after high school, I studied accounting and finance and ended up with a junior treasury analyst position at Morgan Stanley in Melbourne. Was there for a few years and headed over to London. Was at a hedge fund and then a derivatives project analyst at the Bank of New York in London. Yeah, I was really focused on on having a career in, in that industry and stockbroking world. And it all came to a halt when my partner had an accident back here in Australia and, yeah, came back to Australia, was a full-time carer for about a year and a half, helping him get better and, yeah, really didn't want to return to that world that I was once in and wanted to really pursue, you know, more creative outlets and, yeah, so then did some writing internships when we moved back to Melbourne and started immersing myself more in that creative world and that's sort of around the time when Silk evolved. So, Being a carer, did that actually enhance your interest in things around health and well-being? Yeah, definitely. My partner and I, we'd, we've always been health conscious growing up like by the beach on the Sunshine Coast, having quite a natural lifestyle. But um, yeah, during that experience, you know, he, he had to rebuild his body again and and he had been in hospital for about six months and kind of had just his body mass and muscles had just wasted away. And so, yeah, we really had to, you know, take control of what we were, you know, putting into our bodies and, and really help him like rehabilitate and rebuild his body. And that must have been incredibly challenging. Yeah, it was a life altering experience and obviously a very unexpected one in well, this is the thing. When you keep healthy and you keep your body fit, you don't expect those sorts of things you know, to happen to you. And you did say that it was an accident. But do you think that psychologically, having been so fit, it was actually harder for him to, uh, at that time, accept that his body wasn't what it used to be? Yeah, it was like extremely you know, devastating for him. But him being prior to the accident very health conscious and and fit was what actually saved his life but yeah it it really started us on a a journey of discovery um well it sounds as though it was a discovery because silk rose water and uh, and you know please tell us more about that but that is a that is a drink but roses and rose petals, obviously, they're good for outside your body. 
But tell us about why they're good for inside your body. Yeah, so just as rose water cleanses the skin on the outside, it, it has a similar effect internally. It has antioxidants and vitamins and can help really sort of move things along through the digestive system, but also detoxify and really improve the overall skin cell health from within. But my, my main focus on formulating this product was when my partner, you know, had the traumatic brain injury and was told not to drink alcohol again and, you know, to sort of improve both of our lives. Like I decided I wouldn't drink alcohol either. And we both really loved, you know, having a red wine on a Friday night or going out for dinner and, and having that experience. And so we really missed having that sort of luxury kind of experience and moment in our, you know, like Friday night ritual, Saturday night ritual. And so I was really struggling to find something that could, you know, replace that that wasn't, didn't have sugar in it, wasn't too intensely health focus like something that yeah really spoke a little bit more to us which was kind of that premium luxury product and so at the the time I had been drinking rose tea and then started playing around with uh, cold you know rose iced tea and then I really wanted to emulate that red wine experience so when I made first made like a refined version of the rose extract and combined it with sparkling mineral water, the carbonation expelled the rose extract even further. And so I swirled the glass around and, you know, put my nose in and there was just this aroma of fragrance that was just so pretty and beautiful. And then I would, you know, added um, vanilla and hibiscus and then you had those notes on your palate afterwards. And so, yeah, I really kind of concocted this how did you decide? I mean, yes, I understand, you know, drinking rose tea and experimenting with rose iced tea, but what you're talking about is sort of more, well, it's, it's kind of chemistry in a way, I suppose. Yeah. What, what sort of put you on down the path of doing this experimentation? Well, I, I was working as a food writer in Melbourne at the time. And so I was, you know, meeting a lot of chefs and, and it's still very big, the Heston Blumenthal, like, scientific food exploration right. and, and pushing the boundaries with, with food and natural ingredients. And so, yeah, I kind of just made my own DIY, like, steam distillation apparatus wow. in my home kitchen. And, <laughs> As you, you know, do. there was, <laughs> there was <laughs> rose petals and rose oils just everywhere and there was a lot of disastrous sort of concoctions that were made. Um, but yeah, it was all just trial and error. And I did once I sort of had, you know, a solid kind of formula that I felt was really refined. I then consulted with like a food and beverage alchemist and a naturopath. So I brought on some people who could, you know, refine it even further and advise me how to make it more shelf stable and, and things like that. So at this point, were you thinking, I could make a business out of this, that this was beyond simply making a nice drink for you and your partner? You were now having thoughts of making this into a business. It was at the point where, you know, it was months and months of just, yeah, making these, experimenting with drinks for us to as a replacement. And it was when I, yeah, kind of got that final formula. And then I was in the bathroom one morning and 
and really had that cliche light bulb moment where I was using my skincare and, you know, moisturizing my face and cleansing and realized a lot of my skincare had rose water in it. And I was like, wow, this, this can be more than a drink. This could be a beauty product that you can drink. And then I delved into skincare and beauty benefits and history and of rose water. And it just really opened up my mind and my world. And I was like, wow, I could really bring this ancient ingredient and kind of reinvent it in a modern, luxury, innovative way. And then once sort of looked into if anything like that existed on the market, I couldn't find anything. And that's when, yeah, I realized, wow, I could I could carve out sort of a, a category here and, and do something different. It's certainly very different. And did you find then that you had to research different types of roses? And do you get different flavours with different petals? How does that work? Yeah, you do. And especially um, being grown in different regions of the world, they, they taste different depending on the soil and the seasons and the climate in those areas and regions. So, yeah, I think I've almost tasted um, every rose or um, <laughs> from, yeah, probably every farm almost in the world and, yeah, have also consumed roses and rose water that you shouldn't actually consume. Um, in the name of science. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and beauty. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, <the> vanity. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's no, nothing against that. But um, So it, it's a little bit like wine, I guess, when you say, you know, it makes a difference, the soil and the, the landscape, the environment. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Would you, at the moment, is the Silk Rose Water just one product or do you have products in different flavours? We just currently have launched with our flagship product, the Inner Beauty Rose Extract, but I do have some other products um, in development at the moment that we will be be releasing soon, which are actually quite different from this product, but are still within the same category of, of edible beauty and beauty products you can consume internally. So it's a lot more luxurious than fish oil, let's face it. (laughs) <laughs> it is and the way it's it's really evolved from my first idea is for it to just be really effortless because you know as I'm getting older I I'm more inclined to a minimalist lifestyle and less is more and I don't want to spend ages in the bathroom every morning and you know with all types of different serums and exfoliators and, you know, going to get facials and microdermabrasion. And I just, you know, I just want to spend more time just doing what I love and just living. And so, and I also didn't want to spend ages in the kitchen with superfood powders and, and sourcing, you know, all these different milks and ingredients and trying to make a smoothie that might not even taste good. Um, I wanted something that could just be just really minimal and effortless. You just put a few drops in your drink and you can have a little bit of luxury in your life every single day. And it's just very simple. 
Well, that sounds that sounds wonderful. So I was I was assuming that the the silk rose water would come in a bottle and you drank the bottle. But are you saying it actually comes in an essence that you add to mineral water? Yeah, that's right. So you can actually add it to smoothies if you like. Um, a lot of our customers do put it in champagne and rosé. Now, <laughs> now you're talking my language, Chanel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, which is really cool. Like you can, you can combine those worlds of, you know, having fun, indulging, letting your hair down and enhancing your beauty at the same time. It's, it's the cool concept. And if this was served in an elegant, you know, glass, crystal glass or a champagne flute or something like that, whether it was sparkling or not, people would just assume that you're having a rosé. Right. So being in the Australian culture of, you know, everybody liking to have mm-hmm. a drink, but also people around you can sometimes put the pressure on, oh, have a drink, have a drink. Yeah, I think it's really important for people to have an alternative. And that's kind of how I started off on this whole journey was that, you know, I wanted that alternative, but I didn't want to have to sacrifice the premium quality of it or, you know, it tastes not taste nice or you know, I wanted to bring all of those elements together, like to create a sensory experience of the smell and the taste and the fragrance. And yeah, so I spent a lot of time making sure that I didn't compromise. Yeah, you you do feel pressure from other people to, you know, to drink and you don't want to, and you just have to have like a soda and lime. Yes. Um, and you quite don't feel a part of it. Um, but you're doing something healthy for your body. You explained mm. uh, earlier in the interview about the effect that rose water has internally on your organs and your digestive system. Mm. Yeah, so it's not just so much having, you know, a glowing complexion. It's, you know, having like a balanced state of mind and, and body and the rose extract has properties that can can be calming as well. So even though it's a very refreshing product to drink, it, it's also very calming. So it's nice to, you know, if you're feeling a bit stressed or, you know, to kind of have it at the desk and kind of just take a moment. And we, I have a few um, male customers who, and, and I, I think some female ones as well, who have replaced it with coffee. They just find that coffee was sort of making them too nervy and kind of on edge and they've been able to replace it with that um, sort of as their daily kind of ritual. So So when it comes to distribution, Chanel, um, how can people find you and how far is your distribution? Yeah, so we ship worldwide and, and it's free global shipping as well. So I wanted to make it really accessible to anybody, anywhere. Yeah, we currently have um, just gone on board with a distributor here in Australia and uh, talking with some some premium department stores in the US and China. So, yeah. That's very exciting. <laughs> yeah, so it's um, we'll definitely be in a lot more places soon. Um, but, yeah, we, we did launch as as a digital brand um but yeah that that will be changing and evolving shortly so it's very exciting because you've created your own industry niche as you said you (laughs) which is it's very exciting 
It is. And, you know, it's, it's obviously been a challenge like any business is. Um, I love consuming myself in, you know, business and entrepreneurial podcasts and books. And, you know, I used to go to a lot of kind of entrepreneurial conferences and hear people speak that I really admire. Um, but yeah, the, the biggest thing I haven't really been able to do is, you know, model my, my brand off anything else because <laughs> it wasn't really there. And I think, you know, if you're creating like a fashion label or um, something like that, you, there's, there's almost like a kind of structure and template you can kind of. Yeah, there's some sort of pathway. Yeah, exactly. Mm, um, mm. But even though that has been a challenge, it's, it has been great because I have just focused on, you know, what, what I want to do and just kind of create, you know, my own path. And well, congratulations, because it's no easy feat to start a, a small business and it's no easy feat to get distribution um, in Australia and to be shipping globally. So congratulations. For people listening, they can go to thestylepodcast.com and we've got some um, images and we'll have links to your website and social media. Um, and of course, this is available on iTunes and Top 50 app Stitcher. And it is Silk Rosewater Silk with a C. How did that come about? It was kind of an analogy of the fabric silk being luxurious and soft and delicate, which is very similar to what the drink represents and the extract represents. And then my name being Chanel with a C. So I kind of just merged the two together and silk with a C is in a very commonly used name or brand out there. So no, you'll, yeah. have the, you'll have the keyword market cornered digitally. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the key, keyword focus up there. But uh, that's fantastic. That's very exciting. Thank you so much, um, Chanel, for having a chat to me today and uh, listeners of the Style Podcast. And of congratulations. Uh, I hope that it it goes very, very well for you. I'm sure it will. And look forward to uh, some of these new brands that are coming on board as well. That sounds like a very exciting expansion for you. Yes. Thank you, Penelope. It was a pleasure to chat with you. You're welcome. Not quite making lemonade from lemons, but certainly a unique business from what could have been a much greater tragedy. Add rose water to your daily routine and see the benefits in your skin and digestion. You'll find details for Silk Rose Water on thestylepodcast.com. Download this and other interviews on iTunes or from Top 50 app Stitcher. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at The Style Podcast. Tell your friends and please join me again on The Style Podcast.